This holy season of renewal in godly life begins in distinctive fashion with the imposition of ashes. In a few moments as ashes are imposed, you will hear the phrase, remember that you are dust and unto dust you shall return. And I really love how Lent begins with that phrase because I think it is just so rich, so packed with meanings that speak to us of aspects of our faith and salvation history. First, that phrase, remember that you are dust and unto dust you shall return. First, it speaks to us of a reminder of our creation and that takes us back to the book of Genesis. Man was formed from the dust of the earth and God generously blew life into his lungs. That phrase also is a reminder of mortality and therefore the need for repentance since we also know that the phrase comes from God's own words to Adam after the fall, again in the book of Genesis. God spoke to Adam of the consequences of sin and said that he would have to labor by the sweat of his brow to provide from the land for his needs. God said to Adam that one day he would return to dust and uses this very same phrase, you are dust and to dust you shall return. This serves as a powerful reminder that there is a God and we are not him. We bear the mortality that is a consequence of original sin and our own personal sins. It's a reminder that we will face judgment. And so the reminder of being dust is also a call to repentance, that we might cooperate with God's plan and desire so as to change and not face eternal loss. But there is still even more meaning packed into that inaugural phrase of Lent. Remember that you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. It is not only a reminder of past creation or of the darkness of sin and mortality. For we are, let's remember, a people of hope. We have hope in the blood of Jesus in the new covenant. And so this reminder of creation automatically carries with it a reminder of re-creation. God's plan to save us from sin means that the Son has come in our very flesh to restore us, to redeem us, to usher in a new creation. The phrase calls to mind at one and the same moment both creation in its origins and re-creation in God's generous love in his Son, the Lord Jesus. And thus that packed phrase is a call to go deeper in our life with the Lord. We are to repent of what keeps us bound to sin and the mortality of eternal death. We are to live in the new creation by growing in grace and holiness. That grace of being recreated by the Lord is something that must be seen and visible in us. Now that does not mean that we live grace in order to be seen. No, we heard from the gospel, we don't do that. But rather, God's word tells us that grace must be made visible. In St. Paul's letter to Titus, he writes that the grace of God has appeared, that is, has been made visible in Christ. If we are living in the new creation, 
then likewise redeemed life must also be seen in us. It must be enfleshed in us. Holiness must be incarnate in us, following the model of the one who made us new, God the Son, incarnate in our very flesh. And so Lent is a time for us to put on more fully, like clothing or vesture, the grace of redeemed life. We are to put on the life of Christ, the new Adam, who has refashioned us for a new creation. St. Paul writes in the letter to the Ephesians, after all, put on the new man, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. When we face all the meanings of that Lenten phrase, remember that you are dust and into dust you shall return, we know that in all honesty, we have divided hearts. We fall for sin, and we remain attracted to it, even though the Lord has opened for us the way to salvation. The call of Lent is to shake off the slumber that speaks to us and keeps us living in sin, in darkness, apart from God. We are to uproot those things that are sinful, And we need to be serious about the disciplines that will help us go deeper in our life with the Lord. I think the words of the first reading then are so appropriate for this call to avoid being superficial, but to seek deeper, redeemed, recreated life. Prophet Joel wrote the words of the Lord, Return to me with your whole heart. Rend your hearts, not your garments. Don't be superficial, in other words. Go deeper. Our campaign of Lent has begun. Our spiritual weapons, both the ones highlighted in Scripture and our additional personal penances and practices, they help us reform our lives so that we live less in the old ways of sin, according to our fallen nature, and live more as the new creature in Christ, according to the life of grace.